0: are live eric butler we are live this is real welcome back to unauthorized opinions uopod.com like share subscribe it's
1: pure propaganda and it's super cringe by the way an unopened can of orange soda just chilling in the parking lot i was
0: like yeah i gotta vote for trump dude
1: it's great here a lot of fat chicks and a lot of screen
0: (laughs) your
2: podcast sucks it's mental mate
0: live from new york it's sunday afternoon Absolutely. And I don't remember the I don't remember the rest of the Saturday Night Live theme song, but it's trash, so it doesn't really matter. And last, we're talking. I saw some Chris Farley clips the other day. That was the era of all eras. Far maybe singer. maybe Eddie Murphy. I don't even know. I'm just
1: going back to times where I, I I never really watched Saturday Saturday Night Live, but I assume it was funny in the late 80s and
0: late 80s yeah. up to mid 90s. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's about right. But of okay. course, as we're not allowed to forget black people weren't on TV back then. So that was just your imagination. Okay. Um, All right. yeah. Beverly Hills cop was never a thing. We're wearing a hat too, by the way, I'm wearing a hat. Felt like wearing a hat today. You think i only hat guy who can wear hats. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm, I'm always wearing a hat. Um,
1: but true. wait, is this a, what is, what is the nooners about? Or can you tell me? Dr- it is a,
0: it is a bar stool sports drink. Okay,
1: that's what I thought. I just wasn't sure, but that's what I... Okay. all right, perfect. Shout out, Portnoy, kind of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are in New York City on your latest travels. How does it feel to be back to your second home? Oh, man. It is a... Uh, it's <laughs> It's a love-hate
1: relationship, I will say that, because um, loads of content that will be... I mean, it takes two days to get hours of footage in new york it's a very simple thing to do mm-hmm. um but i will say on the plus side i want to shout out new york city even though technically right now as i talk to you i'm in new jersey so the hop skip and the jump it's right across but new york is doing well in comparison to san francisco so not well in the grand scheme but well in comparison to san francisco like just
0: really setting the bar. <laughs> exactly. The bar is low. Well, we'll get to some footage from your trip there, which coincides with the news <clears throat> of uh, the New York City zombies. Not quite somebody defecating in the streets, but the next best thing, the what I call the heroin hunch. So we'll get to that. We've got uh, Rand Paul pontificating. If Biden's going to shut off the Internet, I think that would mean he unplugs the giant modem that runs the country like in South Park. And then we've also got uh, UFC champion Sean Strickland, very uncensored guy, and uh, he's advocating for... I'll show you what he's advocating for (laughs) after. Last night, I was watching UFC, Eric, and one of the fighters, it was in Abu Dhabi, and they had a lot of uh, Muslim Russian guys there. And I don't know if you know who Kamaev is, it's very loud angry guy who last time he won he said i'm going to kill all of you allahu akbar so really playing up the character villain role so this time he says after he wins in english he says i don't want any jewish muslim or christian babies to die i just had a kid so let's just all have peace and i was like wow he's saying that in a muslim country as a muslim guy He's probably going to get heat for that for saying something very like down the middle of the road. Little did I know what he said next in Arabic, if I or it maybe it was, uh, it was Russian. I don't even, I don't, I don't remember, uh, what it was. But the translation that I'm seeing, and I checked t- five, 10, between five and 10 sources on this. The translation most people are typing out is that he said, Give me a rifle and I'll go to Palestine myself and start defending it. So he, and at the time my friend was joking. Imagine he said something like pro jihad in the other language. And that's allegedly what he did. So that's Can I just
1: concerned. say, um, I, I guess the show is called unauthorized opinions. Um, and I, I don't think that. many, um, like I'm not doing the Palestine Israel thing. Like, come on, bro. Like I get it and everybody wants to have a take on it, but are we all just pretending that we didn't just sit through two years of Ukrainian nonsense, and now like this is just the new war that we have to deal with? Like, yes, we I'm are not, pretending. Okay, that. okay, okay is I'm the, not
0: the what you're supposed to do: pretend and take a side, take a yeah. side even harder than is uh, Ukraine Russia because calling a being called a Russian sympathizer doesn't <laughs> tend to. Uh, and that's that's uh, that's a sign, Eric. Tried to watch new Rick and Morty today. The original guy isn't on it. The voices are different. Couldn't watch it. Turned it off. So can we just say there's a meme. I don't know if you saw it. I don't know if I sent it to you, but where it's the old family
1: guy clip and yeah. the guy and the guy's just like, is like, kids, kids, you're both just awful. Like that's kind of I'm like, dude, let you know what you guys are. I don't want to get in too much trouble. Let's move
0: on. all right so i've got lots to say about our first story eric canada is considering a universal basic income and i've got
1: wait the entire
0: country for the entire country anyone over the age of 17 eric whether you're at whether you're born here or not you're a permanent resident temporary workers and refugees So I don't know if we've ever talked about this on this show, but I've I've done a video on Canada's refugees before. Less than 10% lifetime employment rate. So if you're a refugee, there's a 90% chance you'll never work in your life. In Canada. They would get money. Um, Anyone over 17 would get money. Foreign workers who are living there temporarily would get money. And any permanent resident would get money. Which makes sense, of course. Not even a citizen.
1: Let's we got to put a pin in that because I, I want to draw that uh, a fairly,
0: a fairly direct straight
1: line. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, across mm-hmm. the border. Yeah. Because yeah. We'll, and we'll get to it when
0: Okay. <laughs> you, you rage about your country today. I'll rage about mine. <laughs> okay. All right. um, so then they worked it out a couple of years ago, a budget officer and he said nearly 17,000 per year. Um, would cut poverty rates in half. Now, I'd imagine what they did under COVID was $2,000 per person per month, so twenty-four grand a year, and it would cost them $85 billion. Now, I'm a, I will likely get enraged here, but universal basic income is one of the dumbest ideas anyone has ever put forward. And, and the first part is where is the money coming from? They say it might cost $85 billion. There's two ways that money can be co- came up with. The one way is we're going to tax you even more so that we can pay people not to work. We can pay teenagers. We can all imagine what the 17-year-old making $2,000 a month might look like. We can also imagine what the 25-year-old living at home who doesn't want to work making $2,000 might look like. So the first scenario is that they just tax you more to the tune of $85 billion, to taxpayers only. The second way that this would be uh, plausible is if they were to say, Hey, we've got $85 billion extra in tax money, or we've been able to allocate $85 billion away from somewhere else to pay for this. And what that is actually the government telling you is that we're overtaxing you by $85 billion. How about if you have $85 billion, you just give, let me keep it instead of you deciding what to do with my money. Those are the two possibilities. They're going to take more from you or they're overtaxing you by $85 billion. And I came up with an example last night, Eric, of how stupid this actually is. If somebody was to actually think about this and not just say, hey, I'm getting free money. Let's say they're only taxing or let's say they're only going to give this money to taxpayers, which isn't isn't true. Right. Let's just eliminate the non-taxpayers right now. If they're going to increase the taxes or have enough taxes to cover all taxpayers let's say every taxpayer is going to get two grand a month then what they're saying is we are overtaxing you enough to pay you two thousand dollars a month or they're saying we're taxing you so much that not only can we pay all taxpayers two thousand dollars a month we can pay people who are 17 and up who aren't taxpayers $2,000 a month, that's how much they're saying that they're overtaxing you or that they want to tax you more. It makes absolutely no sense. Now, people are going to say, hey, it's taxed proportionally. The people at the top are paying more for this than the normal person is. But what it's actually saying is, we can afford to tax you so much that we can redistribute your money without your will. It's a redistribution of wealth without calling it that. We're going to take $85 billion from taxpayers and money that can go into something else. And we're going to give it to people who don't want to work. So that's number one, where the money is going to come from. Number two is who's going to get the money. That's simple. 17-year-old Johnny, why would he get a part-time job? He's making two grand a month. 25-year-old Sally why would she ever move out? She's getting two grand a month. She can just sit there, not pay any bills, collect this money. And what's that first generation of UBI recipients going to do with their money, Eric? 17 to let's say 25 years old, you collect 24 grand a month. What's 24 times eight? I don't know. Couple hundred grand? I'm not going to do the math on that right now. Yeah. So if it was 25 <laughs> times four, It's a hundred grand, almost 200 grand. So then that person's going to have almost 200 grand. If they just sit on their ass and do nothing for eight years and live at home, then they're going to put 50 to a hundred grand down on a house, use the rest of their money to live off of and pay their mortgage while their universal basic income is still coming in. The first generation of people who get this free money are going to live off of that and laugh at you for allowing it to happen. You live from 17 to 25 for free get two grand a month, buy a house, live off that money for the rest of your life. And you're just laughing at everybody. Whoa. And then after that, there's going to be so fewer taxpayers paying into this that it will collapse, of course. So you think there's going to be there's a shortage of baristas and grocery store workers now. Why would I, as a 20 year old, go and do that for minimally more money when I could sit at home and, you know, do my side hustle of. Uh, blowing vape smoke or something when I can do that. So that's over two. That's who's going to get the money. The people who really don't want to work. And they're going to say, hey, you know, it creates innovation. Do you really think that an 18 year old that doesn't want to work and receives tons of money is going to create something? They're not creating anything now. The best thing they can do is go out with a camera and ask women what they would like to date in a man as a way to hit on women. That's the best they've come up with so far at this age. Other than TikTok, but that's on TikTok too. The third and final question, Eric, is why would they do this? And I only see two reasons for this as well. Number one is the simplest one. Trudeau's desperate. He knows he's going to lose, so he's trying anything that he can. And what the liberals always do is they give out a bunch of money before they get out of office. So... The next group that gets in, they can say, hey, look, all the money. You guys are taking away money from the people. They did it with free medical benefits. They do it with lots of stuff. Child health care benefits. That's what they do before they're going to get kicked out is they start doling out all this free cash to people free. And they say, what the hell? Why do you guys take it away? The only other reason they would do it is to collapse the system. Like I said, you get this one generation of people that are living large. And then all of a sudden you've got, you know a decade's worth of people who don't feel the need to actually work. And then who's going to fill in all these jobs. You are just going to keep bringing in more people. And then they get, they realize they get free money. You don't even have to be a citizen. You just have to live there or be a refugee. And, Who's going to fill in all these low-income jobs? Yeah, you can call it refugee if you want. But... <laughs> exactly. Who's going to fill in these low-income jobs? And then, therefore, who are the middle-class people going to employ to keep their businesses open? Oh, sorry, the government's going to have to take over the grocery store. Oh, sorry, you you thought you were going to Tim Hortons? You're going to Trudeau, Tim Trudeau's now, <laughs> or something for your coffee, and it's going to be shit. So these are the ways that you can easily refute universal basic income. The only person who wants that is the person who doesn't work. Eric, I would like to hear your opinion on this. Well, my first problem is quite obviously just
1: they put a, you know, they put lipstick on a pig. It's clearly them just, uh, just ushering in the the commie regime that they so desperately want. Well, some people desperately want. Some people think they desperately want, but in actuality, there's only a small group of the political class that actually want that. Right. That's obviously going to be the only people who are going to benefit from this. Secondly, um, I could make the case. That, I mean, yeah, they're just they're just bleeding people dry. It's all fake, right? Like we, we used to say even not even that long ago, talk about just oh, r- printing money at random. But we're, we're past that at this point, right? Like, it's just a bunch of zeros and ones on a computer somewhere. It's all completely fake. So, right, you want to talk about Janet Yellen and, oh, yeah, we're going to fund this war, we're going to fund that war. Interest rates are through the roof, like trillions. Like, it's all fake. It's like, dude, the, these people are playing with Monopoly money while, you know, the political class, the the war machine and the climate hoaxers, the Sun Monster people, all of these people are playing Monopoly with funny money that they make out of thin air, while bleeding the regular people dry, and most importantly, and you sort of alluded to this: where does it end? I mean, where? Not not where does it end? Like, well, how's this going to end? Like with with you know communism and Venezuela and people eating out of trash cans and shanty towns and rats and all that stuff? But like, what do you legitimately think the people who are living off of this? living off this government teat. What what are they like you said, I mean, they're not okay from 17 to 25, do you think they're gonna hit 25 and now they're gonna go, they're gonna lock themselves in their bedroom and work on their resume and go and get a skill that's useful? No. (laughs) It it just I mean, there's no end to it. And that's why I would like to tie it in. I don't know what order you want to do these stories in, but when I was at one of the migrant hotels uh, in New York City, I I get physically removed from from the hotel. Okay, so imagine guarding that border with the same enthusiasm that you guard those migrants and then ask yourself the people that you're putting up it, putting up in these hotels right now. Where do you see them in two years? Do you honestly think that they're in there? They're writing up a business plan. They're going to go get a loan all while they're not even citizens. So I said that to say, where does it I mean, not where does it end in the sense like of the societal collapse, but what do you genuinely realistically think that these people are going to do it's 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 never ending right like right um after 9-11 you're only going to take your shoes off at the airport for a couple months it's for your safety 20 years later it's par for the course right so those programs are never ending and they're just i mean there's there is a political class of people people The establishment regime, whether it's the human (laughs) resource human rights, excuse me, um, or the council on foreign affairs or whatever's going on. Yes, they're trying to usher in this communism, but even before, even before that long term goal in the shorter term, in the grand scheme, a year or two, what are these people really gonna do? I mean, I'll leave you, I'll leave you with this. I, when I was in Florida and I was like, shopping around my resume and all this and then i thought about it. i was like i can't work i don't enjoy any of this i can't work any of this for more than a year or two before it drives me crazy so i pivoted and started to figure something else out but in that same sense where are these people what are these people going to do in 2025 like are they just going to snap out of it and start i mean it's all it's all really dark stuff but on the plus side and i'll leave you with this for real this time i have made it i've made a I am making a legitimate effort to try to find the good things in New York City because I noticed that everything is so negative. My content's negative. Bums, trash, rats, all of this stuff. I'm trying to flip it. It's not really working, but I'm trying.
0: As long as you're trying, Eric. The only thing that I think might snap even some, it won't be the government. It'll be wealthy people out of this idea, which I'm sure they support to keep the plebs down. Is what if these people stop going to college and university? What if they stop paying? Because if I'm 17 and my last, so the second half of my 11th grade school year, I'm going to collect like 15 grand or something. Then my entire senior year, I'm going to get 24 grand. So I've got 30 grand or something saved up going into college. Why would I even go to college? Maybe if you just want to party, I guess, but. Yeah, Why but, would I even do that when I can just sit home and collect it? The reason people go to this fancy of I college... don't think I just want to stop you there. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think anybody who's being handed that
1: cash is saving it. Just to... that's fair. You could do that. You could, but you're already and you are you're a better man than I am because you're constantly giving these people credit. Like, oh, it's backwards. Like, uh, you're you're talking about somebody who is very highly likely really lazy they're not gonna be saving it and being like how am i gonna play my cards in the next five years which n- no shots like i didn't wasn't p- playing my cards for the next five years mm-hmm. when i was 17 Same. but i think to even give them enough credit to say that they're saving money in their senior year while being handed out they're, they're bro they're spending that on underage drinking and pot which is full tinfoil hat stuff which is part of the agenda right like everybody's weed's amazing and don't get me wrong i have nothing against weed but like let's stop pretending that it ha- like they're like they're completely disconnected because they want those very same people that they're going to hand out free cash to to literally sit sit at home all day smoke pot and be zombies and not worry about what the hell's going on behind the curtain
0: let's cut connect this to new york city where you currently are where there's a bookstore that's new york post is calling woke lures hordes of strung out junkies with freebies zombie apocalypse what are they luring them with eric um well most notably the
1: draw here as i i spent i don't know 30 minutes there um the draw here is the restroom it's the bathroom okay you can go in there it's a one person bathroom you can lock the door and you can do whatever you want that i believe to be the main draw there's also some some freebies whatever they're handing out stuff for junkies you know junkies love free (laughs) free crap but they don't – but you'd be surprised because the junkies are going to – they're going to make their way, right? And I always made the joke that if we just start smoking crack or we start smoking meth, it makes your life much simpler because now you're only after one thing. You don't have to worry about this bill and that bill and your schedule and all this, making it to work on time. You start doing hard dope, you've got one problem to take care of. So it's <laughs> really its really streamlining all of your issues. Um, so that I, I don't believe that they're really going there for – Oh, blankets or whatever these people claim to be giving out. Um, They're going there because it is a quick and hassle-free bathroom that they can lock behind them and do whatever Mm -hmm. they need. Um, And quite likely pass out until somebody knocks on the door (laughs) really, really hard. Um, And I, dude, I I wanted to go in there. Not not because I genuinely had to use the restroom while I was there, but obviously I want to see what else is like what it's like. But I stayed there for like nearly 30 minutes and nobody came out of that bathroom, but it was locked.
0: <laughs> Just a guy passed down there. Let's read yes. this part. Then we'll show your video. Blue Stockings boasts on its website that it is a collectively-run activist center, community space, and feminist bookstore that is radically inclusive of all genders, cultures, expansive sexualities, and identities. That sounds like it took five different types of social justice warriors to write one sentence. Well, we're collectively-run, says the communist. Oh, we're community space that's a feminist, says the feminist. Oh, we're inclusive of all genders, says the transgender person. And identities, says the black supremacist. It is also a state-recognized opiate overdose prevention program, which pushes, quote, harm reduction services like Narcan, drug testing strips, and a delightful used needle drop-off bin, all of which critics say enable junkies. Well, we know that people say that when they say critics say or something, that means that's the reporter's opinion, which I'm not disagreeing with. I just don't like when people say that. (laughs) People have agreed with, people on the internet that agree with me say. I saw a tweet. Exactly. In just the first 45 minutes, the bookstore was open one day this week. The post observed four parent addicts collect free toiletries and water. Did they include this video? One individual with a suitcase occupied the bathroom for 14 minutes. Uh, Excuse me, I've got professional things to do in here. There's a guy sleeping shirtless. It's October um, outside. He runs a high body temperature we deal with this now 24 <laughs> 7 you don't say let's go ahead and take a look at the video that you sent me available at report no pine which I put in, and realize that you can't see the URL on the screen and he's also just taking a standing nap he's just tired well this guy noticed Derek he, Watch it he, one more time okay go ahead without the sound well I was gonna say he did
1: notice but he's he's not coherent enough to do anything he's still high as a kite right so and these are two of the junkies so the article said I mean I basically saw and I want to give credit to the New York Post for this I basically saw exactly what they described <laughs> exactly
0: okay? right um because those are the, frozen in time Eric this guy in the shop there. But so, but he
1: was, so the guy inside the shop, uh, he was, he was moving around, but he, he, <laughs> he's clearly not all with it. Right. And there's another junkie in there. So I think the guy that we saw, so not the guy outside, right. He's, he's high as a kite. He's done. He was probably in the bathroom 20 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago. So he came out, but then somebody else is in the bathroom and the guy that we see, Inside, I believe to be second in line for the bathroom. So there's another junkie that can't be seen on camera who was knocking on the door. Right. So one inside, two in the store outside of the bathroom and one outside of the and one outside of the store. And and that's just immediately around the store that we can talk about what's happening on the entire block. Right. Uh, Because there's quite obviously more of them. But another thing that's really strange about this, or not strange, incredibly predictable actually, is that, and I do have video of this, I'm trying to figure out what to do with it, but um, I mean the propaganda books, it's just through the roof. There's not one regular book I could spot in there. Every single one is, oh, Freeing Ourselves, or how How to Stop White Supremacy, The Transgender Child. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. Every single one of the books was incredibly extreme, right? So it's clear to me there's a direct correlation between the the gender ideologues and the race baiters and the drug addicts. And there is a very prominent sign again I have pictures, I there's like hundreds of pictures from a few days in New York so far <laughs> floating around. Um but a very prominent sign at the front of the store saying Please grab a mask if you don't have one. So in 2023. In late 2023. October 2023. The feminist. Gender ideologue. Extremist. Narcan. Trap house. Legal trap house. Is suggesting that you. Grab a mask. And wear it to look at books. While their bathroom is being overrun with junkies. So are we is it crazy to think that they are drawing a direct correlation i am drawing a direct correlation between the idea of blind uh, blindly mindlessly submitting to the mask phenomenon because those're the only people who are going to allow junkies to destroy their bathroom all in the name of tolerance or whatever it is i mean it's completely through the roof like The mask sign, it it didn't say you have to wear a mask. I didn't wear a mask. Nobody said anything to me. But it's very clear that they need people who are going to be unable to think for themselves, right? And that's just a sign that I'm okay with everything happening. I'm not going to think twice about it. And last thing here, when I was in there and I recorded, I just was taking video of the books and some of the people in there like, and at first, I was really nervous. I was like, oh, these people are going to get mad at me." And then I thought, "These people don't know what the hell's going on. They have they have no idea what's going on." I'm I'm a black guy walking around the the race baiting feminist, uh, you know, Rona junkie zombie bookstore. So I could just I could literally say, "Oh, I'm just really enjoying this," and I wanted to send a video to my friends, and they wouldn't think twice about it. Like they're so far gone that in my head I'm like I know what I'm thinking I know what's going on but they have no idea. So, I said all that to say I might go back and try to learn more. But there's plenty of footage that I hope to I hope the world will see soon.
0: <laughs> the only way I think that an activist bookstore survives especially next to something called the Pilates Coven, which is some sort of astrology witchcraft Pilates center. The only way I think something like this survives is that a liberal professor type or rich person child who is operating this because there's no business plan. When your business plan is gather up all the communist doctrine books you can and allow junkies to use your bathroom and sit outside the store and sleep, there's no plan there to make any income nobody who cares about the the communist manifesto or maybe the anarchist cookbook is willing to pay for that and there's there's no coffee being served here that the junkies Will like because there's not enough heroin in it the only way these activist bookstores exist here in nyc as well as in san francisco is somebody's dad is paying for that person's way of life maybe they'll get the universal maybe that's the universal basic income that we'll see maybe they will get that couple grand a month and they'll open their own activist bookstore where people do heroin in the bathroom maybe (laughs) that that's the creativity that's gonna come from ubi that everybody's talking about But when you've got your bookstore next to the witchcraft Pilates center with your rainbow windows, really what it should have is say, we don't make any money here. Please don't rob us. Um, And then just have a big heroin needle, a neon sign that says heroin (coughs) here. And then, I mean, they've already got the queer, trans and worker owned thing written on the side. But you can't even see like the rainbow is more important. This part is more important with the queer and trans worker thing. And then the bookstore name is Blue Stocking Cooperative. It's sideways; you can't really read it, and it's not a different color than anything else. The most important thing here is that you know there's a rainbow, a trans flag, and you can do heroin in the bathroom. That's the yes. Most important thing. And to your point, in that article, the co-owner,
1: the co-owner, quote unquote co-owner of the cooperative is 26 years old. Like, house way, you're telling me <laughs> that a 26-year-old is co-owner of a junkie collective in the Lower East Side of Manhattan, arguably some of the most expensive real estate in the country. And they are still afloat. No, something's obviously, uh, something obviously is going on behind the scenes. This little they, them with the pit hair who, you know, wants to be a man or whatever it is Tw- at 26 years old is not operating that at a profit enough to pay the rent and with all that said with all that said san francisco still worse (laughs)
0: it's just (laughs) rand paul was discussing whether or not joe biden is allowed to just shut off the internet and it really made me think of the south park where i think it's stan who goes and just uh, resets a gigantic modem that runs the entire U.S. Internet. But Rand Paul is talking about these old laws that allowed people to shut things down on COVID. And while he says some emergency powers are possible, I disagree with him a bit. Let's hear what he had to say for, I think, like a minute. We'll
2: also looked at the emergency powers and emergency powers. You know, the, the, the courts have said you don't throw out the Constitution during emergencies. But a lot of our legislation acts as if you could throw things away. So when the CDC, and this actually happened some under the Trump administration, they decided that there was a CDC law from the 1930s that said you should do this and this for certain diseases, quarantine, and then it had a clause in there, and whatever else is necessary. The it Trump was. administration used that to say we didn't have to pay our mortgages, and then the Biden administration continued that on. But this is a power that in no way was ever given to the CDC. And no one ever anticipated the CDC would say you don't have to pay your mortgage anymore or pay your rent or pay your car payment. That is crazy. Wait, can you we pause also have another series of emergency powers. I
1: I could be wrong, and, you know, Rand Paul, I'm not knocking Rand Paul at all. He seems like one of the few that are doing decent work. But I was under the impression that the mortgages were not halted, but the rent was, and that was a big problem. Again, I could be wrong. You could fact check it, but with well, the whole bunch of people who didn't have to pay their rent because of Rona, but the mortgages still had to be paid, which is what was causing most of the problem. I could be wrong on that, but
0: I don't think that either of those went through because I remembered this and immediately looked it up that the eviction moratorium that Biden said, where you don't have to pay rent, you can't be kicked out, that immediately got overturned by the Supreme Court. Just like his, you don't have to pay your student loans, gets overturned by the Supreme Court. So I think Rand Paul is wrong on a little bit these things. And my experience as a Canadian tells me that because America has a constitution, none of this stuff was actually declared by the federal government. What the CDC said was they gave guidance and then... a the press the release. Bi- yeah, and the... Biden administration says, well, this is what we're using. We're going to use the CDC as our propaganda arm to push something because they're a medical authority. And therefore, people, when they have a problem with what we're doing, will say, hey, this is what the medical authority said, so we should listen. The churches in California that got shut down were reopened because that was challenged in the state. And that's the power of the Constitution. So many churches were arrested here, were uh, closed here with their pastors arrested in the United States, even in California, you can't even tell a church to close. The um, They would come and enforce <laughs> restaurants closing. Even in California, were... I like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that New Jersey gym was allowed to stay open. The resistance was there. It was just all peer pressure. All this stuff that people got to do with peer pressure, where the totalitarian stuff happened was these businesses and their unions agreeing that you have to take you know the high level high functioning amazing pharmaceutical that's where i think happened so i think there was another point of contention i had with what he said other than that but it's interesting that you respond to that immediately that's my that was my reaction as well
2: some of them have been on though we've had like some emergencies have been going on 50 years they're still on the books there's actually an emergency power that was given to the FCC in the 1930s that gives the president the power to shut down all communications and control all communications in the U.S. People call it the Internet kill switch. It's never been used, but, and it predates the Internet, but people now think in applying it to the Internet that a president has the power to shut down the Internet. Nobody should have this. Look, I was a supporter of Trump. He shouldn't have it. I'm not a supporter of Biden. He definitely should have. No president of either party should have this kind of power. So we should get rid of these emergency powers, and I'm a sponsor of a bill to get rid of them as well. The one good thing that happened, like in our state of Kentucky, our governor used emergency power to close churches, restaurants, and all, et cetera, hotels, gyms. The courts shut him down, but when the legislature finally came back into power, they said his emergency powers don't last longer than 30 days. So if he would just shut down something like hotels, which I think you never should do, but if you do it, it only lasts 30 days and it expires unless the state legislature reaffirms it. We should do the same in Washington. Should it should be an automatic Absolutely. expiration. Well, I didn't like the caveat
0: there unless the legislature extends yeah. it.
2: The, all that takes yeah. is a democratic Do it again, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, actually, things are still bad. You need to wear no. three masks now. Yeah. Do it again. Let's do it again. It's not... In the Fauci <laughs> voice. You gotta wear three masks. Uh, it just I makes common sunny.
1: sense. <laughs> makes common sense, you know. Dr. Fauci.
0: Can of corn. Can of corn and I'll be fine. I watched some uh, Longest Yard last night, Eric. Don't hate on me. We're going to move on to UFC champion Sean Strickland. I thought well, I, I did talk about UFC a bit last night. Now, he's the guy, you know, he makes fun of everything. He said he grew up in extreme poverty. But, Eric. This is a little bit lighter. Something I just can't get on board with. He said the tweet that I pulled this from said that he thinks that every guy has this. So listen closely. You
1: keep pissing in cups and putting the cat back on. It's fing gross.
0: So one day I was doing we were riding or I was
1: working on something. It was fing hot. I'm like just sweating. And my brother, and he didn't do this intentionally. He's like, oh, I have, I have a Gatorade in the refrigerator. Oh my God. Yellow Gatorade. Don't ever trust the yellow Gatorade. <laughs> oh my God, that's Anyways, so disgusting. So I'm like dying of thirst, and I grab the yellow Gatorade out of the
2: refrigerator.
1: And I just take the biggest <clears throat> f***ing gulp of my brother's piss. <clears throat> to this day, to this day, the guys, I still can't drink f***ing yellow Gatorade. The cup was in your house. Why didn't you go to the bathroom? What, your boyfriend doesn't have a piss bottle? No! <laughs> No! There's no bottle of piss! There's no piss <laughs> bottle! That's not normal! Let me tell you this. I don't
0: have the biggest c- but this little lid won't do it. Gator egg <laughs> bottles are specifically designed to piss in. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, uh, it's so uh, gross! It makes- now, Eric, the tweet says that he claimed that every man has a bedside piss bottle. True or false? False. Come on. Yeah, that is weird. That's something that he thought was normal because he grew up... <laughs> <laughs> in a terrible place now i will say this i have known um, many years ago
1: right many years ago when i was in college and i lived on campus i don't know if you ever lived on campus but i did live on campus like you know something right out of a movie bro but you put all these put all these 18 year old kids in this building and it just becomes a madhouse which you know it's par for the course whatever um but you know you have girls floor guys floor girls floor guy floor um and you know there's two bathrooms per floor so all is 30 guys, or however many guys sharing a bathroom and I did know a guy many years ago in college who had piss bottles in his room and most of us made fun of him for that. So no, it it was not normal like this guy was I mean he was you know like funny fat guy, hey, you know, whatever like is is a clearly a different time, but I remember even then most people being like, dude, you're disgusting. Get rid of that. So whatever he, I don't know, whatever poverty he grew up in is, I am lucky that I haven't made it there yet. But with, you know, more democratic control and (laughs) uniparty nonsense, we can get there.
0: Maybe we can. My first college experience at the, not my first time at the dorms, my first time I went to college, I went twice. The dorm, which a couple of my friends lived in, backed onto... Like a park, like a river and a forest and everything. And if you look out the window on the back side of the building, there were many a piss bottles, empty liquor bottles. So it was just hidden from plain view from the street. But if you look out the back windows, it was disgusting. And a little bit more about that forest called Humber Forest, I believe in the Humber River, there was you know armed stick ups. Um, two guys in my pro- one guy in my program, his two roommates were held up by box cutter in the school parking lot and were told to hand over their debit cards <laughs> and had the money withdrawn. But more in relation to this story about Sean Strickland, when I was about 11 or 12 years old, I would say, I, we had fr- moved into our first apartment after my parents got divorced and my brothers, my oldest brother is ten years older than me, so he was in his early twenties or something like that. So he was in like his drinking prime drinking age, and he would often show up hungover, fast food, whatever. Shout out to my brother. And one day after school, I come home and there's a uh, there's a Wendy's cup on the table, and I'm just like, oh, he probably just left his his soda here. I drank it immediately am disgusted. It wasn't piss, Eric, but it was filled with cigarette ash. So okay. him and all of his friends smoked Shit. cigarettes. I drank a whole gulp of cigarette ash combined with Mountain Dew. It was disgusting.
1: That's never drank than... a
0: cigarette again in my life.
1: Uh I mean absolutely disgusting. Not on the level of drinking pee, so you're <laughs> you're
0: you're doing all right thing. Like there is a video of Joe Rogan drinking his piss on a radio show. There is another former UFC fighter that did it. Uh, name Bear Grylls. Does he do that? You know, Bear Grylls, the survivalist guy. I know who he is.
1: Yeah. Oh, I thought that's like how he got, that's where I first, like we got famous and like, there was a no. Okay. Not, not how he got famous, but like, you know, clip, if you're stranded in the, in the snow and you're, (laughs) you're, you're dehydrated, then this will work. And he, you know they blur it out and then he drinks it. That, that was like kind of my first memory of Bear Grylls. But obviously, Bear Grylls needs to have a cooking show. Like I don't
0: know why you're doing this survivalist crap. Well, you should be out grilling and chilling. Name like that? Yeah, come on, bro. Are you familiar with a show called Survivor Man, the Canadian version? Yes, I used to love that show, bro. Les Stroud. Yeah, he was like
1: the he was like the rational Bear Grylls. And I yeah, actually, now that you bring ahead. it up. Now that you bring it up, I think I actually saw his show before Bear Grylls. Yeah, I think it was
0: out before. Okay, yeah. The problem was is he wouldn't go into the wilderness. He would go into a small piece of forest next to the highway or something. But I guess if you're surviving, it's no big deal. But you don't have the inherent danger of being in the middle of the no- middle of nowhere. You know what I mean?
1: I remember liking him. I mean, we're talking about still back in college years a long time ago. You know, back in my day. Um, but I remember enjoying that more than bare grills and like you know i used to watch it with my roommates and like you know yeah halo in between or whatever but yes yeah. uh, <laughs> that's exactly what we did
0: <laughs> halo spike tv um Ram- we had a Wii. we also played a little Wii,
1: we sports back in the day
0: marathons um there was also that other show did you guys have that show where I forget what it was called, but like five people or so would try to make it from point A to point B. Man Tracker. Did you have that show? No, I don't, know. I don't know. It was literally uh, like a good. guy on a horse with a lasso. He's catching people. He's tracking them before they can get to a certain point. I do not In, remember that. Same <laughs> era. Um, Thousand Ways to Die. I do remember that. Yep. 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 yep um, of course deadliest warrior the one where they're just like would a spartan be able to kill a guy from medieval times i remember that of course of course ninja warrior 2 back then right like, uh, yeah yeah what i didn't like about spike tv was that it was supposed to be so targeted to men and of course teenagers and the man network but no swearing allowed like it was com- so censored it was wild. Well, i think this like or i don't know you guys don't have the fcc but i know if for here
1: that and it's funny you bring that up too is because that is why i could never get into sons of anarchy it was supposed to be this like ruthless biker gang on basic cable <laughs> and they would just never swear and i was like uh, i don't know if i buy it. i pictures.
0: never noticed that it was on fx right i think they in the later seasons
1: it went to like an uncensored version but i remember mm-hmm. early on it'd be like forget you man it's like <laughs> <laughs>
0: <"Forget> <laughs> you, yeah her too. green showed out so obese yeah, i think he's canceled For what?
1: I don't, I don't know. Some they didn't, He Something he did a long time ago, probably.
0: Or like, Maybe like, ma- not. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Who was the guy that fled the United States, who's related to rap in some way, fled the United States um, because of a sexual assault? Was it... Uh, who's uh, Rockefeller Records? Was it that guy?
1: No, that's Jay-Z and Dame Dash. I don't know. Memphis Bleed.
0: Dame Dash. With somebody else. Um, here we go, CeeLo Green, everybody. After an uproar with the tweets leading into Tuesday, Green's new reality show The Good Life was canceled, reported the rap. The show had six episodes. Um, a few hours after Green reinstated he tweeted another apology. After when tweeting, was that? That was a ago. long
1: time ago. That was a long time.
0: We're ago. going to BuzzFeed, twenty fourteen. Okay, yeah. Th- th- no, we're a decade.
1: So this this story is a decade old and the whatever they what were mad at I don't know. And that's the point of these hit pieces is that like they just want to make sure that they get in there. And I've talked to people before who will literally say, I'm not going to name names here, but people who will literally say, didn't he do something racist? And you're like, they just throw it out in the ether. <laughs> so you don't know what's happening. You just know well, that you're supposed to be mad at them.
0: Dude, go read them all and carefully then get back to me. DM me if you like screenshots We have posted. Yeah, this is so old and stupid.
1: Yeah, I don't know how we got on this. I think we should.
0: CeeLo Green. What else else do we have? Are we we talking
1: migrants or what else are we talking here?
0: We don't have anything else planned. We're doing pretty good off the cuff, Eric, about uh, CeeLo Green and (laughs) um, everything else that's going on in the world.
1: Well, I didn't know um, because you played the bookstore clip, but I didn't know if you had the uh... I did send you the migrant clip, right? The rainy. Uh, migrant hotel clip that was just you walking by the front of the yeah it gets it gets dark it gets dark after that um Is so I-
0: nothing else in that clip though
1: no no it's i mean bro correct
0: <laughs> but what about george floyd eric <laughs> Uh, did William... you know he had fentanyl in his system? I didn't know that. That's news. Did you know Kyle... that's like saying, did you guys know that Kyle Rittenhouse was actually being attacked at the time? If you watched the whole video, and it's... he, he also, the people that he shot at weren't even black. That's correct. That was a long-lasting one. But um, the latest stuff coming. in. At... let's uh, since people are going to get mad at this no matter what. Let's go to the exact. I'm just going to type in Floyd. Well, I just wait
1: before we we go to George Floyd, I just want to make sure that I let everybody know um, the the asylum seekers, they're in full control. Okay, so (laughs) you go into the I went into the one of the hotels, the main hotels, the row in Times Square. I mean, I would assume this thing would probably cost a regular American a minimum of $300 a night on a weekday, right? Probably double that on a weekend. Um, And when you go in there, as I did, and I do have the receipts that I hope to share with the world soon. um, When you go in, they immediately ask you for an ID. And when you don't have the proper ID, they physically remove you. So let's just imagine if there was somebody, somehow, some way could protect the Southern border with the same <laughs> enthusiasm and they just refuse to do it. Right. So this guy pushes me out of the migrant hotel and says, you don't have the proper ID. You gotta go. I mean, it's not rocket science. Am I right? Like you, why are you guarding these people with such vigor? That's an honest question. What is in it for you? And
0: Purity like your I said,
1: job, I guess. And, but, but like I said, Where does it end? Do we honestly think that these people are in there working on their resumes and writing up business plans to become a successful member of society all without the proper paperwork? It takes 40 times the monthly rent. Four zero. Last I checked because I used to work in real estate in New York. Four zero. So you don't live comfortably without a co-signer or roommate in New York without at least $200,000 a year, right? You have to have Proof of income. You have to have a background check. You have to have two forms of ID. You have to have all of that to rent a $4,000 a month shoebox on the Brooklyn waterfront. But now, these people can live there in midtown Manhattan, deliver Uber Eats on stolen scooters all day, and get the protection of the NYPD, and I'm kicked out of the building. So it takes very little to understand that if you took a fraction of that enthusiasm, you could maybe stop the problem. But quite obviously, they don't want that to happen.
0: Well, at Massachusetts now, not only do they let the illegals get driver's licenses, but they also have job skills, training programs, and uh, job. Pl- they're going to get job placements and housing placements for the people that are families. All 12 illegal immigrant families that there are, not just single men. And that's what happens. Become a federal criminal by crossing the border illegally. Get f- free food, clothing, and housing. Then we're going to give you skills to get a job and then allow you to get a job. But then all they while say, pr- I was going to say, then they say, uh, but you can't use that ID out of state and you can't vote with it. They don't yeah. ask for voter ID anyways. What does it matter? Yeah. All while they're being
1: protected from a man with an iPhone. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and, and look yeah, and, he's got an iPhone. Yeah, exactly. And another, another little bit of proof that the criminal element outside of, I mean, the illegals is a, a, a huge undertaking. That is clearly a problem, but I was at Penn station and we'll call him. I mean, I, I don't know a, a bum. Clearly he was like living in the train station. Okay. Like, Maybe his sister lets him sleep in her, her basement or something. Like, you, do, you know what I mean? It's like not fully, fully like toothless. Like, see, like he goes somewhere every now and then. Okay. But he was, he was very aggressive and he gets up I'm trying to, I'm, you know, I'm waiting at the train station to get from New York to New Jersey. And this guy who ha- he has this big bag, like his whole life is in this big bag. Um, he gets up to use the bathroom. And when he's up, so he takes his bag. Obviously, you got to take your bag. You got to, you know, keep those things monitored. So he gets up to use the bathroom. And a young gentleman, I don't know, maybe a college kid commuting, you know, from Jersey to New York or whatever, sits in his seat to charge his phone. Because it's a seat near the phone charger, you know, the pillar, the you know, the big. um, And the guy comes back. Mm -hmm. The bum guy comes back and he's like, yo, get out of my seat. I was sitting here. And then he talks to another bum uh you know sitting sitting a couple seats down he's like yo tell him this is my seat i was sitting here and the kid i don't know he may have been 25 years old tops he pushes back a little bit but you can tell that there's an aggressive like this this could this could get ugly right you could, it could tell that stabby. it could get stabby so he pushes back a little bit and then he's like but i need to charge my phone so he, but he gets up and then sits on the floor next to the guy and they both use the outlet right there's two plugs in the outlet and he sits on the floor next to the guy, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, "This is proof that the criminal element is in charge, right? Like nobody's gonna come help this little kid. That guy has the right of way because he he went to go do dope in the bathroom, and now he's back and he wants his seat back, <laughs> right? And, <laughs> he and went to the local to, bookstore, yeah, and, and he wants his seat back, so you have to do it. And also, I guess since we're shooting off the cuff, there's so much happening in New York already. I talked to um some kids in Washington square park, you know, super famous park fountain. I'm sure. You've seen it on friends or something, probably, um, you know, right outside of NYU. And I see an aggressive bum. Like he's not, he's not sitting there. He's not sitting there ho- shaking a cup. He's coming up to people. He's getting close to people, right? Like, can you help? You know, he's not, he's not threatening them, but he's invading personal space. Right. um, and so I get up off the bench. I'm like, no, dude, it's okay. I, I don't have anything for you. I don't want to talk to you, bro. Mo- keep it moving. And I see him do the same thing to like some young college kids, a couple of they, them, some chubby little they, them sitting on the grass. And they give him money. They give him money. A couple minutes goes by. I go up to talk to them. And I do have the video for this. I want to give you like a cliffhanger, like a little preview. Uh, I go up to talk to them. My camera guy sitting across the way. And I talk to them. I say, hey, I saw you guys give that gentleman... A couple bucks um and they're like oh yeah and i was like well cool i mean if you guys are giving out money i'd like to you know i'd like to know why you gave him money and would you hesitate to give me that very same money and they were like yeah of course we would give you money i'm like boom perfect hand it over let's do it i want to go buy a bacon egg and cheese um (laughs) and then in unison all four of them oh no well i can't right now it was just like the picture perfect like The exact same thing that you see with sign this petition to housing illegal. And they're like, well, no, it's like when you pinpoint that little moment of cognitive dissonance, that little moment of disconnect. It's just it's it shouldn't surprise me, but it still does. Like, so you give this guy a bum to get him to go away or you give this bum money to get him to go away, I should (laughs) say. But you don't give me money because I don't look like a bum. And when I ask you for money, you say you would but then you can't because you don't have it right now. It's just, mm. it, it's, it's astonishing. And like I said, it shouldn't surprise me, but for some reason it still does.
0: New York is disgusting. There should be a cop <laughs> on every three train cars. I'd say Patreon.com slash is where the bonus podcast is hosted every single week with Eric and I uncensored shirtless oiled up and greased up <laughs> five members and growing. You can choose to become Help us become Joe Rogan, which means a trillionaire um, for seven low dollars per month. Become a super fan, like the Raptors super fan who has courtside tickets to every game and distracts people doing free throws or become an unauthorized person and make requests for topics and videos. Feet picks. Feet picks. And you can even get a message from us. That's patreon.com slash UOPod. And it is growing, Eric. More people have signed up. We want more people. Um to sign up obviously shout out a stinky pinky in the chat we would like you to sign up shout out kurt elliott in the chat what's your excuse for not signing up bro shout out poppycock 68 on getter what's your excuse for not signing up girl bro slash guy bro we're going to move on and finish with patron saint george floyd eric um this is (laughs) wasn't this already known
1: uh oh yeah i mean i'm sure it's up for debate bro like everybody's gonna have their little take on this
0: but well it's the separate um it's the different autopsy so you know the one that they got the state one said you know he had all this fentanyl in him and enough to kill a horse but it was actually the compression <laughs> on the neck that caused like
1: and they're literally doing that now by the way with Trank and they're like literally yeah. taking horse tranquilizer but
0: and then there's another autopsy he said no it was the fentanyl and then the floyd people hire a, a, another person to do the autopsy of course is going to say it was the state that killed him and then i looked up uh what's his name eric garner fat cigarette guy had a heart attack same thing happened there autopsy says one thing family i thought says- that was michael burr which one was Michael Brown? Michael Brown was hands up, don't shoot. Okay,
1: all right, sorry, sorry guys,
0: sorry guys. You're getting it wrong. Rest <laughs> okay, in peace, yeah. Trayvon. Um, Tamir, Breonna Tam- Taylor. Tamir Rice is the one in his car. Who's the second Minnesota guy who tried to kidnap his? The stabby. Um, yeah, he went for his knife. Jacob Blake. He, he tr- yeah tried to kidnap his uh his child. That was Jacob Blake, right? I think that was him. Yeah and okay, then Tamir okay. rice was the guy in his car there's so many more martyrs so many heroes eric it's hard to keep track of all of them but yeah everybody in the chat please consider our patreon uh, bonus podcast every week. we give guests on there i won't say who we were supposed to have a guest as well and then ducked out <laughs> let's just say the rapper comedian rule always checks out always checks out always checks out shout out rappers and comedians eric last word to you
2: um, well, of course
0: just kneel right uh, now. Just give us a kneel. Well, um, <laughs> it's the right thing to do. I'm not going to do that. But, uh,
1: of course <laughs> buy the book, New York city, 2020, because as we know now it only gets better with age and I wanted to, I, I'm, I'm neck deep, eyeball deep in New York city right now. Um, and I also thought it was really funny that I was approached by a police officer in a train station for recording a time-lapse video. Think about that. There's illegal immigrants in the train station selling churros with their kids and they don't get hassled. (laughs) And I get hassled for taking a video, which he didn't know was a time lapse video. It's like B-roll, time lapse, fun little thing for my creative outlet. Um, And and I was like, you can't do that in here. And of course, the excuse is it's a it's a terror threat. And I'm like, that's the one answer. That's the life or death. That's the life or death. You know, it's always, well, how, how could you oppose terror? Like you're against terrorism, right? Like, so put your phone away. Obviously it's because they don't want people to know what's actually going on in the New York City subway. Loads of footage coming. Please stay tuned for that.
0: Don't be mean. It's against the law. Just like in England. Can't be mean. And buy a churro. Buy a churro from the illegal. You racist. Buy a churro. uh, Give them the Nike that they deserve. Take the air jordan's off your feet and give it to them like your favorite TikTok video yeah. patreon.com slash uopod and speak spotify. spanish bigot obviously you need to speak spanish google Podcasts, spotify <laughs> amazon podcast wherever you get your podcast twitter getter youtube rumble we love you the most and of course can't forget that twitch baby twitch streamers thank you turn huh. it up jordan